Hello and welcome to Brunei Gallery Lecture Theatre for the latest edition of the SOAS Concert Series. This evening's music comes from the group Sekar Engal, who perform a particular type of Indonesian gamelan called Degung, which originates among the Sunda people of West Java. The ensemble is directed by Simon Cook, who spent 12 years in Indonesia, where he studied Sundanese music. Sekar Engal, live at the SOAS Concert Series. Thank you. 
piece called Kajajaden. Uh, we're going to continue now with an example of the style of Gamelan de Gung, known as de Gung Classic. This is the style of piece that would have been played when this type of Gamelan was used as entertainment for the aristocracy in West Java. At the time, uh, in colonial times, the aristocracy were used as administrators by the Dutch. Um, and the, it came with lots of responsibilities and lots of privileges. And one of the privileges was listening to pieces like this. Pajajara.
so Pajajaran, the title of that last song, is the name of one of the ancient Sundanese kingdoms. Uh, it's a bit like singing a noble song about Tudor times. Um, and uh, the, the Sundanese arts are, uh, go from um, the very serious to the very unserious. This next song is a folk melody called Sorban Palid. Uh, Sorban Palid means the floating turban. And in the words of this song, um, there are... Um, Brother Haji, your turban is floating down the Chikapundung River. Brother Haji, why are you going home? Was it something you said? <laughs> Thank you. 
Now, this next song title is another example of the more absurd uh, type of um, Sundanese song. And we always feel that this is a very appropriate one for us to be playing. This is Lutung Bingung, which means confused ape. <laughs>
thought we'd use this piece just to give you a little inside glimpse of what is going on inside the gamelan so that you can unravel some of these parts that you're hearing. Um, and the heartbeat of the gamelan, let me step aside, is of course the gong and the fall, which goes like this. Sunda, and uh, when there isn't a good singer around, uh, we perform this repertoire instrumentally. Um, it's called Kachapi Suling, uh, named after the the uh, zither, the kachapi, and the suling, the flute. Um, and this is Jasmine who's playing the suling. Uh, 
And we should have a, a little kachapi, but today we're very lucky to have Rob is going to play the picking instead, but he's going to play the sort of thing that would be played on the kachapi. Now, around the kachapi, there's a whole uh, storytelling tradition uh, which infuses the repertoire of Thumbang Sunda called Charios Pantun or Charita Pantun. And uh, the uh, Juru Pantun uh, is a, was an entertainer, a blind bar. I shouldn't really say entertainer because uh, part of what he was doing was also ritual and sacral. But the, the, the Juru Pantun would tell the tales of the ancient Sundanese legends. And one of the most famous of these is the tale of San Kuryan, um, which I'll just give you the gist. Uh, there was once a pig called Cheleng Wayungyang, a sow who lived in the forest. And she was very thirsty one hot day and she happened to pass a coconut shell. And in the coconut shell there was a golden liquid which smelled quite pungent, so she slept it up. And unbeknownst to her, it was the urine of the king. And nine months later, she gave birth to a most beautiful baby girl. And she called her Dayang Sundi. And she took Dayang Sundi to the palace and left Dayang Sundi uh, at the palace gates as a foundling to be brought up in the royal palace. And she grew up to be a beautiful princess. <coughs> But she didn't feel entirely comfortable in the world of men, so she retired to the forest to meditate and to weave. And she had a saung, uh, a shelter built up on stilts off the ground um, with bamboo slats, and she sat there with her loom for many hours meditating and weaving. And the animals would uh, live, uh, would um, shelter underneath. And one day she dropped the um, the whatchamacallit, the shuttle that you use for weaving and it fell through the slats in the floor and she thought, drat and if, if, if someone would just fetch that for me, I would marry him unbeknownst to her <laughs> the dog Situman picked up the shuttle and scrambled up the steps and had his wicked way with her nine months later Sang Kuryan was born and he was a fine young boy and he grew up to be a, a skilled hunter and he knew the ways, ways of the woods and, um, and one day uh, Diane Sumbi had been fasting and she felt a real yearning to break her fast with liver uh, liver from a deer. So she asked Sankuryan to go and catch a, a deer so she could eat the liver. And it was one of those days Sankuryan had no luck at all. Every animal that he shot at with his supit, with his uh, blowpipe, missed. And, uh, and then he saw a pig, unbeknownst to him. This was uh, telling uh, Wayunyan. Fortunately, he missed because he would have been capturing his own grandmother. But in his rage, uh, because it was almost dusk and he, he didn't want to go empty-handed back to his mother, in his rage, he took a swipe at the dog, Situman, who had been his faithful um, hunting dog, and unbeknownst to him, was actually his father. And he killed the dog, Situman. So this is a kind of Oedipal story. And he slit open the dog and he plucked out the liver and took it home to his mother and said, Here, mother, eat this. Here's your liver. Uh, but he didn't eat any of it. And after the meal, Sidumia, uh, 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 I forgot her name. Yeah, Diane Sumbi. Thank you. Um, felt much better. And. Um, he thought, well, it's fine now. I'll tell her that actually it wasn't venison, it was dog. She was not pleased. She took a swipe and hit him with a ladle. And there was a, a terrible scar on his head and chased him from the house and said, never, I never want to see you again. 
and never ever had had son called Yana seen his mother so angry. And he went off and he grew into an experienced warrior and had many adventures. He went and studied with, with revered teachers and learned to fast and he learned all about jinns and spirits and he had extraordinary superpowers. And one day he was wandering in the forest and he came across the glade and in that glade there was a shelter and in that shelter a woman was weaving and he asked her for some water and she was very lovely and she was so lovely that he immediately wanted to marry her but fortunately because unbeknownst to him it was his mother uh, Diana Sumli she noticed before things went too far she noticed the, the scar on his head and realised that um, this man that she hadn't recognised uh, she had remained exactly the same of course but this man, uh, this adult, was in fact her own son. So she said, um, all right, I will marry you, but I will set you this task. I want you to build me a lake and build me a boat and take me sailing before dawn. If you do that, I'll marry you. Unbeknownst to her, he had extraordinary superpowers and he was able to divert the Chitarum River and he flooded the whole Bandung Basin. And he was building his boat, and he got it almost ready, his brahu. And it was almost dawn, and Diane Sumbi had been hurriedly weaving a white cloth. And she put the white cloth in the sky, so that it looked as though dawn had already broken. Gotcha. And so he, he was so fed up that he took a great swipe at the boat, and it flew up into the sky and fell upside down. And there, above the Bandung Basin, you see the Tankuban Parahu, the upturned boat. And it's there to this day. It's, it's, if you get up there, it's a volcano. But from, uh, from the basin, it, is, it, looks like an up, it looks like one of these upside down. Anyway, that's one of the... Um, Charios Pantun, or the gist of it. <laughs> and now we will play some of the music that might have been associated with the telling of such tales.
Thank you. 
Uh, now, this next piece is um, a popular melody called Goyang Karawa. Um, and we better close the doors to stop more people leaving because uh, we've got to have a little bit of audience participation. Uh, we need you to sing. Goyang Karawa, Goyang Karawa, Goyang
Now this brings us to our very last piece. Thank you all so much. You've been a really lovely audience. Uh, and you're very lucky because this is one of our favorite tunes. This is called Sakar Manis. Uh, Sakar means two things. Uh, uh, it can mean flower. It can also mean song. So uh, the name of our group is Sakar Engal, which is new flower or new song. And this is Sakar Manis, a song written by uh, Ibu Saoda, one of the very famous Tumbang Sunda singers. And it compares the loveliness of the jasmine flowers with the princesses of Mantili, which is a place where they have very beautiful princesses. 